Hello, mortals. We are your Valkyries. Miss Darby. And Miss Charlie. And we are two interplanetary voluptuous voyeurs. Just like you, you nasty girl. We will be discussing our experiences and opinions on sex work, art, and the erotic taboo counterculture we just can't stop talking about. We are currently recording and transmitting this episode from our opulent spaceship of fiendish fun. Welcome to the Babes of Valhalla. Content may not be suitable if you are underaged, closed-minded, or immature. We discuss topics that are graphic and sexual in nature. We hail from outer space, in a land you may be familiar with, we call it Valhalla. It's a place where the champagne flows, the red lights glow, and the yin-yang twins are always popular. We crash-landed on this planet Earth six years ago, and at first we felt strange and alone, until we found our midnight sisters, those cosmic babes of this world that make your dreams come true. We joined forces and are here to tell the stories of badass bitches whose time is money and love is conditional. Plus, we just like to talk about freaky shit. Who are we, you may ask? How did we find our way to you? How did all this magic come to be? This This is is our our origin origin story. story. So at the time when we started dancing, uh, Charlie and I were living together in a warehouse and let's just say it wasn't exactly zoned for living. Uh, We were finishing up college, and we wanted to be artists, and we wanted to create, but we also wanted to have money, which seemed like a pretty impossible task. And to be honest, we were pretty sick of working minimum wage jobs, um, working all the time, constantly being stressed, and yeah, just not having enough money. And we decided, you know what, well, fuck it. Let's try this. Uh, We both had some experience previously performing, and some limited knowledge of what stripping was like. I had bartended at a strip club the year previous, but this was like our first official foray into joining the sex industry. And we pretty much went into it thinking, you know, if we hate it, then we can always quit. And I think, you know, looking back on it before we started, we had a lot of fears and ideas about what it would be like. And, uh, you know, Charlie, what were some of the things that you thought about or like worried about before we, before we started? Uh, well, I mean, it sounded fun and exciting, but at this point in my life, I had very little, uh, like, sexual experience, so the idea of going from, like, kind of first really coming into my own, like, uh, like, sense of power sexually, just, like, as a young woman, and then translating that into a club environment was really scary, because I still felt like I was kind of figuring out how to just do it like be in myself and feel confident in myself and just like a normal relationship so then how was I going to bring that into like a club atmosphere um Mm -hmm. and I also know that like I didn't see myself as like the kind of girl who could work in a strip club so there was a lot of like misconceptions already and like preconceived ideas of like who a stripper was and like what kind of girl she was, the kinds of things she liked, her attitude. I mean, did you have similar fears like when you started? 
Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I think we both, I remember talking, like we were talking about like what we thought we had to look like and we kind of mm-hmm. had like a pretty basic stereotype of like, oh, they're going to want, you know, the girl next door or the girls with like the big boobs and blonde hair and lots of makeup and um, I don't think that either of us ever, like, we really saw each other or saw ourselves, I guess, as, like, being, like, super girly. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, not in that, like, hyper-feminine, like, kind of, like, sex kitten way. And I think that we, I think what you said about kind of it being, like, like, the whole sexuality thing being new for us, I think that we were still coming into our own with that. And so... We had like a one way of being sexual, one way of being intimate and like walking into the club, like we just had no, I guess we just had no notion of how flexible that is and how it's different for so many people and how flexible like you can be as a performer. And I think that was part of the thing that was so intimidating for me is I never thought like I would fit into that world because I didn't see myself as falling into any of the categories that I had created in my mind. I think we were worried too that we were going to walk in the room and there was going to be a whole bunch of girls that looked that way and that we were going to stick out like sore thumbs because we were, I mean, we're both like small women, but we don't have, like we have small boobs and we do (laughs) we (laughs) and we like I just think at the time we didn't really see like the things that were attractive or like special about us physically Mm. and I I don't think that we thought that our mental abilities were going to be valued as much either so we thought it was totally getting based on looks and we were like all right well we're young and hopefully that's so that's enough, enough right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that actually brings up like another thing that I was really worried about. And this is actually one of the things that is still kind of difficult is I had never worn high heels really ever before. And I mm. had this constant fear of like putting on giant shoes for the first time and like walking around and like, what was that going to be like? Like just this idea of walking on stilts, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the fear of, breaking my ankle um so that was definitely like a a really huge fear for me and it's funny enough like one of the few fears I I still actually have (laughs) well especially because stripper shoes aren't um like regular heels so I definitely agree yeah I was worried about that and then also the aspect of having to dance in them yeah and like be graceful like both of us had been like dancers um before but we hadn't had to ever dance in high heels and definitely not like where we were doing a lot of like on the floor getting up getting back on the floor and like trying to make Mm -hmm. that look like graceful um yeah yeah. well luckily I think we were very lucky that our first club we ever worked at had a rail um, because yes. since then, I know we've both worked at different clubs that don't have rails, and that's a very and I miss different the experience. Rail. I miss the rail too because it is such a safety net. It is so nice to hold on to that, especially when you feel your feet wiggling all around. Um, 
But that is definitely like one of those things that if I'm not like anytime I take a break and come back to dancing, that is always like one of those things that's like like a challenge for me, like physically, but also mentally is like getting Mm -hmm. up on the stage in those shoes. There's like a little bit of that kind of like vertigo happening Mm -hmm. um, whenever I'm like not on the pole, uh, just feeling kind of like alone on this kind of like wobbly foundation that are my legs <laughs> so yeah no I agree with you I definitely feel like now that I don't have a rail if I dance at a club where the stage is raised mm-hmm. like really high I am like touching the pole the entire time or I am on the ground as soon as possible yeah. and I'm just like rolling around trying to not <laughs> just bust my ass in front of <laughs> everyone yeah. which is like more embarrassing when you're wearing like thong and you're like not wearing clothes you're like I'm naked and now I fell on my face <laughs> right and I'm and I'm trying to look sexy and I'm trying to get paid for it yeah and I'm also like possibly bleeding from my face <laughs> is it hot when I fall is it floor? hot is that is, is that it hot? is it sexy yet <laughs> yeah where's that like person <laughs> <laughs> if only right um Oh, um, I know that, I mean, I guess this is kind of backtracking a little bit, talking about like our us kind of coming into our own sexually, but the idea of not just like presenting, but also interacting, like that was very mm-hmm. um, intimidating is like, how do you go into this environment and you put on this persona and then you just like go out and talk to people you don't know and flirt with people and they're going to be like, touching you and sweet talking you and you're gonna have to be able to respond uh, in a the right way like Mm -hmm. that was definitely very intimidating um the idea of that going in like not knowing what that was gonna be like I guess like not having like a script or like to be ready for the different things that I think we thought might we might be asked and like not knowing the appropriate way to respond because I think that it was also like one of those weird things where like you and I had spent a lot of time like you know when we would go out to bars and stuff if a guy was being fresh with us or whatever you know it was all fuck you get the fuck away from us you know but now it's like we're trying to solicit that type of attention Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. like Really, before we started dancing, that was never what we were trying to do. Like, no. When when we were walking like around and people were catcalling us, time. us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we were getting catcalled. We were pissed. Like, we were not happy about it. And now we're, like, in an environment where we're seeking that attention because it's profitable or, or gives you the opportunity to, to make money from it. And so, like, that was also interesting. Like, okay, well, now I'm, like, responding. Like, how do I respond to behavior that, like in a normal situation is inappropriate no de- definitely and um and then just yeah like trying to prepare like I don't know like I don't know if you did this but I pretty much watched like every YouTube and read like every article I possibly could on like stripping mm-hmm. there wasn't there's definitely more either I know where to look for it now or it's just out there more but um like, I didn't feel like there was that much information. It was like, oh, here's how to give a lap dance. And, like, here's how to walk in these shoes. And, like, here's, like, ten tips. 
on some like weird like wiki how-to page or something and it wasn't anything super concrete but I remember just like obsessing over it and like trying to figure out like a formula because well I'm like well you and I both have anxiety about different you know in different ways but I like to control it with like having a very clear plan Mm -hmm. but there wasn't a lot of information uh going into it so it was just like all right like whatever happens I guess is like gonna happen but there's no one on YouTube like when you give a lap dance for money and the guy gets a boner and just wants to dry hump you the entire time (laughs) what do you do you're pretty much just like like the first, I feel like the first five times you're just like, I guess I just deal with yeah, this. Yeah. Like when when they like, use your body okay. to just like as their own hand, <laughs> jerk themselves yeah. off. When you can tell they're like, <laughs> they're I'm hands. done now, and you're worried you're gonna glow under the black light. You know, that yeah. was like a very actually talk about things that were maybe a little intimidating during I remember the first time that ever happened to me and I I didn't really know what was going on like you know well, I knew what was going mm-hmm. on like I knew he was like into it <laughs> but then all of a sudden out of nowhere he was just like oh we can stop and I was like oh you're done he's like no yeah. I'm done and then I was like oh my god you're like done oh okay like yeah. I did not realize that yeah. you were there and then I was like walking around in the black light and also who does that yeah who does that well, Jimmy, like, I did not think at the that bar. people were just going to be, yeah, but I wasn't thinking, okay, and this might be naive, but at the time I was like, oh my gosh, I might have to like feel somebody's dick mm-hmm. against my leg that I don't know. Like, that's pretty weird, but I never thought, and they're probably going to come in their pants Yeah, because I thought that that was like a thing that happened when you were in high school with your first boyfriend and you guys had been like dry humping for three months and like, I mean, it's just, it's got to happen at the, in their pants at some point. Yeah. But, like... As an adult? I just thought... Yeah. Yeah, as an adult. And, like, I just can't imagine... <laughs> I just can't imagine coming in my <laughs> pants after four minutes or eight minutes or whatever of, like, lap dances. Yeah, I mean... And then, yeah, like you said, like, and then you're worried that you're, like, glowing and everybody's looking concern. at you, like, I, like poor. I, <laughs> asked, like, this other girl I was dancing with I was like excuse me is my butt glowing I need to know I can't be walking around all night with like you know like all this like a, a glowing booty a glowing splatter on my butt so. well especially because at that so club specifically funny. it was like all black light yeah like a ton of black light yeah. there so yeah but like it's just oh man just, yeah like what you said it's like uh, when you first start like your biggest fear is like oh my god there's gonna be like you're gonna feel somebody's boner and then the more you go into it Mm -hmm. you're just like oh god that was a concern because at this point the amount of things i've experienced you know yeah eh. yeah the the boner is like the least yeah the least on the list and especially like now like feeling like you have more control over the situation and you can kind of like yes Yes. Sidestep or like deal with it in a different way. I think in the beginning there was definitely that like because we didn't know how to deal with it. We just kind of like took took like behavior. We're like, okay, I guess this is normal question mark because we're trying to figure out like what is like the norm. Like, well, if 
every other girl in here is saying, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. It's like, okay, I guess this is how it is. Because mm-hmm. we had no concept of, like, what it was supposed to be like. Yeah. And then, I mean, and this is something for another episode, but at the end of the day, like, we were just lucky that we were in a good club with people yeah. who communicated to us and, like, kind of taught us and educated us on on better ways to, to deal with those situations. I mean, including dancing on stage yeah. and flirting and boners and which actually we could talk about know, that, that uh, briefly we could talk about um if we're talking about you know kind of finishing up our our fears and our worries and our thoughts is kind of thinking about the kind of like the main two staples of a strip club is like lap dances and stage dances and those talk mm-hmm. about like not really knowing like what to do and like I feel like a lot of that was just like watching other people and just trying to mm-hmm. emulate it that's but true. like going in like my first time like before my first time I was like I guess I'll just like wiggle around till I figure it out you know like yeah I don't oh, have yeah. the strength or the flexibility or the understanding to do anything cute or sexy or interesting i'll i'll just i'll wiggle on the stage and then i guess i'll just find a guy and wiggle on top of him like (laughs) that was the game plan (laughs) yeah i think i had a similar plan i mean i think when we first started i remember like talking to one of the other girls and saying like oh man, I just like love the way that, you know, you dance and you have like this flow and da 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 da. And she was like, she's like, yeah, it'll take you six months. Like in six months, your knees will stop hurting and you'll figure it out. Like you'll figure out your own flow. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, six whole months. Like I'm going to look like an idiot for six months because not only is it like you said, like trying to figure out how to dance on stage, but it's like, who are you as a dancer? Mm -hmm. Like, what is your outfit? Like, what is your style? Like, I remember like this guy, he was like throwing all this money, at all the girls. And every time I get on stage, he wouldn't throw any money at me. And I I was like trying to take it personal, but I was just like, all right, whatever. And I was in like baby stripper mode. So I thought I was like hot shit. And I walked by and, um, he said something to me. I can't remember what, I, I can't remember exactly how it started, but I remember his words were like, he was like, yeah, like, you need to figure out what your style is because, like, I look at you and I have, like, no fucking idea, like, what you're doing. He said that? And I was like, cool. Whoa. Yeah, and I was like, and he was like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but, like, you need to, like, figure it out. And I, and like, he was just talking about, like, I know the way he said it was not, like, great and it hurt my feelings, but, like, thinking about it later, I was like, all right. Like, what is my style? Like, yeah. who is Darby? Like, what does she wear? Like, what makes sense? Like, and then I started paying attention to, like, all right, the girls that are making money, like, what are they doing specifically? Mm. Like, I – it just, like, it was good. Like, in the end of the day, it was good. It, like, humbled me. It, like, put me back in, like, a place of, like, all right, I have, like, way more to learn because they're making money, right? So if everybody's making money from this guy and I'm not, like, what is he trying to tell me? that like that I need to improve on right and then it was just yeah watching the other girls like what they're doing and then again always deciding for yourself like what what you want mm-hmm. because everybody's different and I don't think 
I mean, like, I definitely know at, at our clubs, like, we've never been repeats of somebody else. No, that's very true. It's just... That's very true. Yeah, it's just fig- figuring out what work- what works for you. And that was... That just takes time. People do have like fall into categories but it's not necessarily categories that like they can create the own their their own category but they that you do create your genre like who am i going to be like there's a lot of these types of people at this club do i want to be part of that type of like group or do i like want to be something else like you're definitely playing off of like does that make sense like you know you're creating mm-hmm. this character you're creating this you know, like whatever type you want to be, and and maybe at some clubs it works best to kind of, you know, fall into like a specific type that's very popular there, or like the clubs that I worked at, where you know everybody was very different, and that's what worked well for it is there was so many different types, so many different styles. so welcome back after our first break um we're just kind of talking now about our first night at work so charlie what do you remember about uh getting ready for your first time oh i remember so many things i think that was the first time i really learned how to do makeup because i had never really worn makeup like that before so you had to take me out to like actually buy a palette of like eyeshadow and concealer and uh I also remember buying my first pair of fake eyelashes which (laughs) became you know just a treasured item because that I feel like is such a key part of the transformation for me um but yeah that was that was such a a crazy night I would say the first night uh you know looking in the mirror and and slowly like turning yourself from one person into another is a very crazy experience would you agree yeah no I definitely agree I also think that when at least when I first started like I feel like it took me like three hours to get ready because I was like oh I have to like take a bath and like carefully like shave my legs and then I had to like well then I was wearing uh, clip-in extensions and I wore a lot more makeup and then yeah fake eyelashes and everything and I think then we were even like still doing our makeup with our fingers which probably I think we're using brushes which is good but yeah I think it used to take me like I feel like it took me like two to three hours to get ready like the first like six months because it just felt like you said like you were transitioning into this other thing and it was like this kind of it was like a mental preparation more yeah. so too, as well as like physical. Yeah. Well, I remember that was the first time I used a hair curler to like. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Because <laughs> I was oh like, my I have to look nice. I have to curl all my hair. And I thought it was like such this big deal because I was just like, I'll just wear my hair however. And then I was like, no, I'm becoming a real woman i am curling my hair (laughs) (laughs) no i love it no i love it yeah i definitely think it's interesting like how it changes like the things you think are really big deal and are really important like the how those things change and like the things like you said like fake eyelashes like it took me 
a long time to not feel naked without fake eyelashes. Mm-hmm. And now I don't wear yeah. them every night. I wear them like once in a while because they're a pain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I definitely understand that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, should we talk about our first time on stage? Because I know that we both had kind of, well, we both kind of entered the club at the same time but we both had our first night on stage at very different times because you started dancing first and then I started dancing later so even though we were both doing it we still didn't have our first night dancing together yes that's true and um I think I feel like we started on because we used to work Wednesday nights so I think we started on a Wednesday so I just remember like getting wait what Wednesday Yeah, on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. (laughs) Um, I just remember, like, getting on stage, uh, being nervous to dance, but feeling better that both you and Scarlett were there because when I started, you were cocktailing. Mm -hmm. So I think you guys were, like, either sitting at the stage or at, like, that row that's, like, past the front row. And you guys were just being silly and, like, cheering me on. And then (laughs) the worst feeling was not knowing what – to do because even though all of the practicing you're like there and it's still just like the spit the stage feels huge um and you just feel like I don't know like you should like you're trying to be sexy and it's it's hard but the room's also empty so it's also fine but uh it felt like you know a three minute song was an hour and then the shoes and trying to figure out how to make rolling around on the ground hot that was also hard so I just remember <laughs> rolling around and thinking I probably look super dumb but this is funny and I'm glad my best friends are here <laughs> yay yeah <laughs> yeah I think uh I remember seeing you dance that first night and being like wow she's so sexy oh my gosh no no you you have a confidence about you you know you could go up there and just be like I know what I'm doing, you know, even if you're just wiggling around on the floor. So. Oh, well, thanks. Out. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you remember I, about your first time? Yeah. I mean, I remember kind of like leading up to it. It felt super surreal because I never thought I would be dancing. And like, I never thought of myself as like very sexy in any sort of like normal mainstream way or kind of in any way really um so the idea of kind of like turning into this very um playboy version of sexy with like Mm. the tiny clothes and the high heels and the hair and the makeup and like wiggling around and like looking like some you know rap video like was the most bizarre concept for me it was like you know so strange like I couldn't imagine myself doing it but because I think everything about it is also kind of opposite to your day-to-day aesthetic yes so like yeah I think that that makes sense because you don't really wear makeup like normally like it's different it's not like yeah it's different sorry no, it's all right. And I've started wearing makeup more recently, but it's still more like fantasy style. Like I like things that are like goofier and more playful mm-hmm. and not like take themselves very seriously. So to come out in this very much like, 
I'm sexy and you know it. It's like, it was so <laughs> weird. Like, hey, you want this. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's how I felt walking out is I felt like, like a kid on stilts, like wiggling around being like, is this hot yet? And then I got to the stage and kind of similarly like I looked out and like you were sitting in the front row and it was pretty much empty except for like one guy at the bar who wasn't looking at me at all so I walked on stage and there's just like this moment where it's like you're here like just go for it like nobody knows Mm -hmm. you like it doesn't matter like any of those ideas you have about yourself not being hot like this is like the moment you can have fun and like all those dance moves I would never do because I don't want to look like um, well, like an idiot or like I don't want to look like I'm super vain or I don't want to look. However, I just threw that out the window and was like, I'm going to do all of those dance moves, you know. And I mean, I remember just like <laughs> doing the most ridiculous feeling stuff and you were like just laughing in the front row and it felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yes. This is this is kind of like what I needed, I think, to get out of my head. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. I definitely get yeah. made a big difference that that you were there, especially because I don't know. We've always had the type of relationship where like we can be silly and try things, and like it's kind of that like unconditional love thing where it's it's all good, you know. Like oh, no matter yeah. what you do, I love you, and vice versa. And so like we're doing this stupid thing together, but not neither of us are like. Wow, you sure looked really dumb up there. <laughs> yeah, but we would say that maybe to each other about other people. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, fuck those people. <laughs> uh, okay. Lovingly. All right. So, moving on. Uh, talking about first nights, I thought we could also maybe dive into the world of lap dances oh yes um okay tell tell us miss darby about your first sensual experience i mean i think i think mine was like pretty normal like to be expected um i know you have like a really unique story so uh i'll go i'll be quick but basically he was the only person in the bar and it felt like what I'd expected it would be. Other than that, I wasn't creeped out, surprisingly. Um, I just kept thinking, like, wow, this is, like, super wild. And doing that ner- nervous, like, giggle laugh thing. And uh, I was dancing on stage. He, like, tipped me on stage and asked me to come talk to him after. So I did. We chatted. Uh, and I could tell that he was, like, really into the fact that it, I was new. And it'd be my first dance ever. So we went back to the dance uh, room, and all I remember was me doing what I thought looked like what I had YouTube the night before, and him, like, saying weird things like, I mean, it's not weird. I guess I mean weird in a good way, but, because I just thought, I remember just being in my head and, like, laughing, because he was just like, oh, yeah, like, you're a good well, girl, and, and like. It was weird at the time, right? Like, if you heard it now, it just, like, it's so common, but. Yeah. Before doing this, like, whenever has a guy done that, you know? Yeah, no, totally, yeah. And at the time, I just remember, like, like, yeah, it was just, because, I mean, I'm not going to stop and be like, 
what did you just say? Like, you weirdo. I just was laughing in my head, like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then I was just trying to crack up the entire time. And I think we did like two dances. And I do remember asking him if he wanted to do another one. And I was so nervous because it felt like it could be like this big rejection if he said no. But he was like, yeah, let's do another one. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, like, like <laughs> this is so stupid. Like this false sense of like accomplishment when you first start. Because now I would be like, what? You don't want to do another one? Like, what's wrong with you? But um, yeah, and then like we did two dances. I think he handed me like the 80 bucks. And then I had like a tiny little meltdown because I just remembered like working so hard at every other job I'd ever had before. Like just between waitressing and being a barista and like at a call center and like all this stuff to make like what I had just made in under 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, ecstatic and then also like kind of not like angry but just like what the fuck like why hadn't I been doing this like sooner uh so yeah that was that was me but you have a good one so tell well, tell everybody about your story like a thousand times at this point <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's so I, good yeah I love that you're the kind of person who's like oh I definitely researched it and watched videos because like I don't know why I didn't do that. I just like went into it just being like, I'm just going to make it up as I go. First time. Let's go. <laughs> like, I didn't watch anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> which was really good. So I was just going to wing it and just hope that it was sexy or something. But I remember I, it was like nobody was in the bar and there's kind of like this, cowboy guy that walked in and I was like all right this is my guy like I'm feeling it and I walked up and I was like do you want to dance this is my first time ever just so you know because I was like he's gonna get me and I'm just gonna wiggle on him he's gonna be like what's wrong with this girl she didn't watch any videos and I'm gonna be like I gave you the disclosure dude so we like go into the back and I'm pumping myself up and then we sit down on the couch and I like start kind of standing up and swaying around and in my head I'm like okay you got this you're hot you're so sexy he wants you so bad and then I kind of like look up at him and he's like crying and I'm like oh oh my god what's going on and he's like can you just sit with me and I was like of course and he's like you know I'm driving um back from my father's funeral and I'm just like needing somebody to just sit here and just be with me and I was like okay okay so I like was sitting in like my tiny tiny thong and my little tiny like bra just like holding this man who's like in his 40s while he was just like crying and we just sat silently while he cried and then I got up and and that was it and we sat there for like two songs and he paid me for it and I was like well that was different than I was expecting I remember and when you came out I remember when you came out and you were like like I was like, all right. Like, how did it go? Like, was it weird? Like, and and you were just like, um, um, he like cried the whole time. Is that is that normal? And I just remember thinking, like, of course, only Charlie would get her first lap dance be the dude that wants her to be a therapist. Like, that's what? kind of my my thing. I have I, I I befriend a lot of people who are um 
maybe a little abnormal. So that's what Miss Darby is referring to. (laughs) (sighs) I just love it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because then I remember the guy who came after him was like your very typical, like, sit on my lap and I'll call you a dirty girl. And I was like, oh, all right. So this is what we're going to be in for. We're going to be in for, like, your very, like, come here, sexy kitten to, like, I just need someone to hold me. Weird job. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, it's, it's too good. Thanks for joining us on our maiden voyage. In the meantime, to soothe your aching loins, you can find us on Instagram at Babes of Valhalla. Until next time, stay nasty. Babes of Valhalla is written and produced by the Babes of Valhalla, otherwise known as your illustrious lieges, Darby and Charlie. Music provided by the musical genius, Gemini Genesis. This This is our (laughs) origin story. You're bad. This This is our origin story. story. Yeah, that sounded good. That was pretty good. It's kind of like a waterfall effect. Yeah. Like soothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. It's really soothing.